What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Okay, you know, like at camps and stuff like this, you take the ball out. You ain't getting the ball back. <laughs> like, you the last one up the court. They already did their thing. So I stopped there, and I just got into a rhythm and started hooping. The Lakers should sign Trey Young this summer. They got to kind of start preparing for, like, if LeBron's last year is this year or next year, whenever it is. And I feel like a uh, pick and roll with AD and a guy like Trey Young would be deadly. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Got my PrevNAR 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated, but, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't give Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Name a basketball Hall of Fame member you want to burn one with. I like to put some of that that seven leaves in the air with MJ. I'm a historical smoker. Are you? <laughs> yeah. I would like to smoke with the chief, Robert Parrish. Oh, you know I he was s- a big chiefer too. Yeah, you know what I mean? I want to smoke with my kind. I wouldn't want to smoke with Charles Barkley. We ain't got nothing in common. I want to smoke with somebody like me, like Chief. At seven feet, sitting Indian style in a teepee, burning a couple. Woo sign. I ain't mad at it. Welcome back to What's Burning. Jack, playoffs are right around the corner, so we're going to take a look at the week ahead and this playoff push. Tuesday, Mavs versus Warriors. Mavs slumping a little bit, only a game and a half out of the seventh spot. Currently, the Blazers hold, while the Warriors are in that tenth spot, but only one game back of the eighth seed. Uh, Thoughts on this matchup, but then also thoughts on how dope it would be to get a one-game play in between Luka and Steph. Anytime you, you got a a game where you got Steph and, and Luka on the court, it's always must-see TV. But in the playoffs, having a playoff matchup, I think that'll be awesome, man. We know they're not going to guard each other, but just the excitement, the way they play, and how they're carrying their teams right now, it'll be good for the game. It's definitely must-see TV. I agree. You know, two of the best shot makers in the game, two of the most creative players in the game. Um, Steph is coming off a historical month of April. Uh, you know, Luke has been pretty consistent throughout the season. Um, so this will definitely be an exciting matchup this Tuesday, but it'd be amazing to get that, uh, that playing game between Golden State and Dallas. Next up, Wednesday, we got the Blazers and the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies just beat the Blazers two times last week. Blazers are really struggling in their last 11. They're two and nine, uh, currently holding the seventh seed. Lillard during this stretch is not playing his best basketball. Grizzlies, on the other hand, are pretty hot, nine and five in the month of April. 
Uh, they got uh, what's the young boy's name back? Jaron Jackson, Jackson back. Yeah. He is always a big piece for them. I really think they're starting to turn the corner, and they're going to be a scary team. Uh, thoughts on this matchup, and then who do you feel is more prepared to upset someone um, as a lower seed playing a higher seed? Well, well, even though Portland's not playing well, I think they're they're better built for the playoffs. They're not playing well right now. It's obvious. I think uh, losing Trent and the way he's playing right now has definitely been a, a, a big loss for Portland. Um, also, uh, like you said, Memphis is getting healthy. They're turning the corner. Jai's got Jai's been playing unbelievable, and he's leading his team, and he's playing so confident right now. Uh, I think that's why he's at his best. But if I had to go with a series, uh, it's more experience in Portland, and, uh, and they're more built for the playoffs. So I got to go with Portland. I agree. I think obviously Portland's struggling right now, but they got everyone healthy finally. They got Nurkic back, and they got uh, some other key pieces back. Um, you know, Melo's been playing well. Although for some reason Melo hasn't been playing a lot down the stretch, which is kind of mind-boggling to me because he, you know he, I feel like they're a better team with him on the court. But mm-hmm. if we're going to you know talk about playoffs, seven-game series experience, I think both these teams are going to be a scary um, playoffs teams. But I would have picked Portland to most likely upset a higher seed uh, than than. Uh, the Grizzlies, but I really think the Grizzlies, man, are right here. I think Grizzlies fans should really be excited. I think they got a great young core. They all play together. They play hard. Uh, they're playing well for this coach. So I think, you know, these next couple up, up and coming years are going to be exciting uh, basketball for Memphis Grizzlies fans. Next up, Friday, we have Jazz versus Phoenix for the race for the number one seed in the West. Jack, in a seven-game series between these two, who are you taking? I'm taking the Suns, man. The, the the experience of Chris Paul, the 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 ability to finish games and and, and carry your team, uh, in Devin Booker. I always said Utah was front runners the whole season. You know, I said they was going to be great regular season team, but when it comes down to winning the championship and winning big games in the playoffs, I just don't think they have the guys for it. Uh, even Donovan Mitchell been kind of beat up, so you don't want to be hurt going into the playoffs, especially towards the end of the season. They dealing with a lot of that, but uh, I got Phoenix is balling right now. I got Phoenix. Yeah, man, I got to take my hat off to Phoenix. They were the team I picked at the beginning of the season. Never did I think mm-hmm. they'd be fighting for the number one seed um, in the West. But obviously, that's a lot to do with Chris Paul, uh, Devin Booker. Obviously, Coach Monty Williams has these guys playing defense. Andre Aiden is kind of coming into his own. And I agree. I've been a big fan of Utah, particularly the way they share the ball and shoot the ball. But I thought they were still one key scorer away from really being a threat in the playoffs. So mm-hmm. I could be wrong. But I agree with you. I'm definitely going to take Phoenix uh, because of Chris's experience and how well Devin Booker's playing right now. Next up, Hawks and Sixers play twice this week, uh, Wednesday and Friday. Both teams have been riddled with a little bit of injury trouble. Uh, Trey is looking to return this week after a sprained ankle. Embiid missed Saturday's game with a soldier injury. Uh, ben Simmons has been out with illness. But, Jack, with both teams at full strength, um, do the Hawks have a chance to slow down Embiid? Obviously, they got Capella in the middle. And then on the flip side, what do you think Philly needs to do to try to slow down Trey? Well, I think it'll be an easy series, personally, for Philly. You know, they don't have anything to stop Embiid down there. Capella's don't weigh enough. Uh, Embiid Embiid would dominate uh, if they played in the playoff series. I think uh, Simmons, you know, I think um, he's long enough, athletic enough to – give Trey some problems. You know, nobody can really stop Trey. Trey's unstoppable, but you want to give him problems, make him have a tough shoot night, and I think Simmons is capable of that. But at the end of the day, the reason why the Sixers are playing, aren't, aren't playing all their guys right now, they're resting. They're in a good spot. They know they're in the playoffs. Any little injury, any anything nagging, we're going to rest our guys so we can be 100% in the playoffs, and that's what they're doing. 
Yeah, I agree. I just think right now it's fine-tuning for them. You see Brooklyn's taking over the number one seed in the East, but I really don't think seeding matters. Uh, you know, Philly's locked into that two spot right now. And to me, agreed, the most important thing for them is health. Um, Embiid has showed that he is one of the best players in the game. Uh, in the MVP conversation, Ben Simmons is, is up for Defensive Player of the Year. Um, I love what Shake Milton's been doing. I think people haven't spoken on what he's been doing coming off the bench all season, being really consistent. Uh, Seth Curry starting around back in form. Um, I think Philly is going to be one of those teams you really need to watch um, come playoff mm -hmm. time, obviously, in the second seed. Uh, again, Hawks, similar to, to the Grizzlies, uh, you know, a really good young team that has a great core and, you know, playing really well for Nate McMillan. And I think, you know, their best basketball is ahead of them. Um, but, I, you know, I look to Sixers to, you know, I don't really know what will happen in these games depending on who plays. But, you know, I think obviously in a series we know who the much better team is in this situation. Next up on the radar, presented to you by DraftKings. Big matchup on Wednesday, Clippers versus Suns, both currently tied for second place, uh, battling for that home court advantage, likely a potential second-round matchup if things go as well. Uh, Clippers are plus 260 to win the West, Jack. Even though the Suns have been up there all year, they're a plus 900 to win the West. Uh, thoughts on this matchup Wednesday and if you had to pick one of these two teams to win the West, who would it pick? Uh, I'm going with the Clippers, man. I, I, you know, I, I know Phoenix is playing well, and Chris Paul is leading that team, but the Clippers really got something to prove. They finally healthy. Paul George told us he was going to have this type mm -hmm. of season, and he's having it. And with the addition of Rondo, they've been playing real well, man. I think if they get all this stuff together, all them pieces together, they're going to be a problem. I definitely see the Clippers winning the West and uh, winning this game as well. Uh, I completely agree with you. Um, which brings me to my next question: A healthy team, a healthy Clippers team. Do you, how do you think they stack up against the Lakers? You know, obviously the Lakers have slid a little bit with injury problems, but we both agree a healthy Lakers team is one of the best teams in the West. But the Clippers are playing really well with the addition of Rondo. That's exactly what they needed. Uh, who do you see if you were a fortune teller uh, in the playoffs? Lakers versus Clippers. You know what, Matt? Uh, I see the Clippers. We've been talking all year about the Lakers and uh, Brooklyn matchup, but the Clippers team has gotten better, and they got something to prove. They had they 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 got to show this Lakers team that last year was a fluke, and they re and they really got it on their minds. Like I said, we've been talking about Brooklyn all year, but the Clippers they might they might uh, prove us to be wrong. Yeah, no, like I said all year, I think last year the Clippers had too much hype. They're not accustomed to hearing them win the conference and, and go to the finals. This year they've been playing underneath the radar, playing really well. Ty Lue has these guys all on the same page, getting along. Uh, Paul George has had an amazing season. Kawhi is going to be Kawhi, but I think that addition of Rondo is going to be huge. Um, but I'm not – yeah, Boogie. I'm not going to pick nothing because I don't want to jinx the Clippers. I just think it's going to be a hell of a matchup if it happens, and I can't wait to see it. Next up, our favorite segment, fan questions. Ahmad underscore Musa 998. I'm about to read this paragraph for you. A lot of great players <laughs> had their NBA careers and legacies discredited after they retire if they don't win a chip. And this might be why so many players try to chase rings towards the end of their careers. So as fans, how do we balance that? And what, what's the right way to look at it? Much love from South Africa. Shout out South Africa. That's a good question, Jack. What are your thoughts on this? Shout out to South Africa. But I just look at it like this. You played the game to be the best. To, to one, to hold that trophy up to say, well, at least I, one year in the game, I was the best. I was on the best team. I was the best in the world. And you play the game for that. But if you don't get it, 
that doesn't validate your career. You, you could have gave your all. You could have played hurt. You could have did a lot of things that are respected by the best players, by the Hall of Famers. So you can be validated that way. But not having a championship, hey, I don't know how that feels. So Matt don't either. So we're going to have to bring somebody on to ask that question. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I just think the game has changed so much. You know, there's so much movement now, particularly with superstars and, and, and building teams where, you know, back in the day, people like, you know, Barkley, one of the greatest power forwards to ever play. Carl Malone, one of the greatest power forwards to ever play. Never got a ring, but, they, you know, Carl went to the Lakers to try to get one. You know, uh, Chuck had a good run with Phoenix trying to get one, but they came up short. But I don't think that discredits how great they were. But then when you talk about greatest players you don't really hear them that much because they didn't rings uh win a ring so i think it's a double-edged sword um i definitely don't think a ring validates your greatness but you know in an era where all people talk about his rings it definitely helps man if you good you win that's just what it is in the pressure cooker of the nba playoffs there's no room to fake it when the nba championship is on the line every pass every shot and every dribble is immediately undeniably consequential the playoffs are the time for the real Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year? their year these are the moments of unscripted pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood you've waited all season for this it's time to take it to the next level don't miss one minute of the action tune into the nba playoffs on espn and abc what's up i'm john wall and i'm cj toledano and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called point game we're now joined by three-time nba six man of the year elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk? Get vaccinated. But but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 
PrevNAR20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with PrevNAR20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Uh, next fan novel by T underscore Miller underscore. Since Paul George admitted that he mentally broke down in the bubble, a lot of NBA players went at Paul George calling him a bitch on the court. Previously, Kevin Love and DeMar have come out talking about their mental health. Why do guys think the situation is different? Mm, well, I want to say one of the people uh, that called him a bitch was Seth Curry, and we know he can't fight. So you just discredit whatever he said. Um, I don't know. You know, I, I think it was courageous. Um, you know, this mental health thing is something that has always been kind of something we don't talk about for maybe for possibly situations like this. Now, I'm not sure these guys called him that because of him admitting his breakdown, but you know, I mean, to me, that was a real man. And, and, and shout out to Kevin Love and DeMar DeRozan and all the other players that have brought mental health to light because I think it's it's very real. It's very important. And uh, it, it's needed. It, it needs to be in the discussion. So people talk shit all the time. Most people that talk shit really can't fight. So I, I wouldn't really worry about that. But, you know, like I said, I, I commend anyone who brings these kind of issues to the light. Yeah, players go through a lot during the course of the season. Ups and downs, you don't know what they go through. But I done had some bitch-ass teammates. So, I, you know, hey, it, it, it happens in the game. You know, you argue. You, you, it's a lot of stuff happening on the court. But, you know, hey, it is what it is, man. It ain't personal. It's all in the game. But it's both sides. Like Matt said, players go through ups and downs. But it's stuff that's been said on the court that you're supposed to know that's going to happen. And being a basketball player growing up all my life playing basketball, I know what's said on the court. And I done heard a lot of things, but it never leaves the court as a basketball player. So that's just what it is. And that's how it goes. But you have to be a basketball player growing up in the AAU circuit, growing up on the blacktop, playing and really loving this game to know how that goes. Musty underscore sheet. I think that is. <laughs> Do you guys think the condensed season is to blame for the spike in injuries this year? Um, according to the NBA, Jack, injuries are actually down. Um but I think if you look at the whole package, it's a condensed season, short off season. Uh, the bubble situation happened. Uh, they're trying to get a bunch of games in a small amount of time so that next season could start on time and the NBA can get back to their regular uh, the regular schedule. There has been injuries, um, but I mean, I think that's a part of the game. There was a nasty injury with the young kid from Orlando yesterday. Uh, prayers out to him. He had a compound ankle fracture. Um, but this is the downside of the game. There's so many ups from this game, but one of the downsides are injuries. Um, they are coming at, you know, I, I just, I, like I said, I don't think there's more. I just think because everything is so condensed, they're magnified more. So teams are being very cautious with their stars. That's why you see guys like James taking his time, KD taking his time, Braun and AD taking their time because this is a t condensed, tighter schedule. But still at the end of the day, the show must go on. And then you got to understand, there's nobody playing for regular season. They're playing for championships. Teams are getting ready for the playoffs. So the a sprained finger can come out sometimes in the media as a sprained ankle, just so guys can rest and, and, and be ready to play when the games count. So uh, sometimes guys don't really be hurt. Sometimes it be maintenance. And you got to understand that, like Matt said, with the condensed schedule. Next question, Xander's dad. Name a basketball Hall of Fame member you want to burn one with. Ooh. I want to burn with the great. I want to burn with MJ. Mm. His, eye, his eyes are always looking glassy, but I just think that's from cigars and whiskey. But I like to put mm. some of that, that seven leaves in the air with MJ. 
Uh, with me, man, you know, I'm a, I'm a historical smoker. I'm, you know. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> yeah. I would like to smoke with the chief, Robert Parrish. Oh, you know I he was a big chiefer, too. Yeah, you know what I mean? I want to smoke with my kind. I wouldn't want to smoke with Charles Barkley. We ain't got nothing in common. I want to smoke with somebody like me, like chief. I want to go to, with the chief and lay back, and I want to hear some of his stories while we blaze one. You did. See, I think I could picture the chief at seven feet sitting Indian style in a teepee uh, with some with I'm some down feathers, with that, though. With a, with, with, with a headband with some feathers sticking out of it, and you guys are just sitting Indian style uh, burning mm. a couple. Woo sign. I ain't mad at it. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, Blevin57. What do the Knicks need to become a genuine championship contender? Oh, this is the right person to ask about the Knicks because he was not a fan of them at the beginning of the season. Let's hear what he got to yep. say now. What they need, what they need uh, to keep the coach, keep by two, three players, get rid of the whole roster, and get rid of the owner. <laughs> and y'all be right there where y'all need to be. <laughs> don't, don't start acting like y'all play away, motherfuckers. Cut it out. Oh, uh, shit. No, I love Cut it that, out. Uh, I love what they've been able to do this year. Hats off to Thibodeau. I think he's kind of changed his old school ways to, to, to really be more relatable to these players. Still holding them accountable on the defensive end. Julius Randle's been all NBA season, should be in the MVP conversation. Um, sitting nice, fourth in the East. But I still think there's some, some, some key pieces away, maybe two pieces away. Um, That's really a setup for him, though, Matt. That's a yeah. setup, being that fourth seed. Oh yeah, <laughs> they gonna get beat up that first round. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, that four or five matchup is gonna be tough. But like I said, I, I think it's baby steps for them. They haven't had no love in so long. It's beautiful just to see them back in the mix. I think it's better for basketball. But I still think they're you know a few pieces away from really being a contender. But shout out Daddy D Rose. Shout, shout out everyone shout out who's Rose. been hooping for them, man. They've been playing real well this year. Shout out my little homie Emmanuel quickly had him at the yeah game. man yo he been playing real well he, he's a big shot taker and maker. Yes, sir. Best thing happened for them. The uh, best thing happened to them. They got rid of Austin Rivers. They've been winning ever since. You stupid. Facts. Next question. Daddy Shark five hundred four. What is the best play that you have seen that the rest of the world didn't? Maybe it happened in practice or a pickup game. Hmm. Yeah, that's tough. You know, to be honest, I don't even know how NBA practices are, but I remember back in the day when I first came to the league, like practices were harder than games. Like the second unit would always be trying to go at the first unit. So I saw some really good basketball um, when I was in Sacramento um, on the second unit playing against Webb, uh, Mike Bibby, Peja, those guys. Our second unit really came with it. Um, saw some good basketball there. Saw some good basketball at the beginning of that. We believe, uh, you know, we would go first unit against second unit. We'd have some good battles there until Nelly only had us going 30-minute practices, which I loved. Uh, you know, a lot of good stuff happens at practice. I don't know I know how much it happens anymore because I don't think they practice the same way anymore. It's more about the games. But um, practice used to be the shit. Yeah, uh, I think with me, it was something my brother did. It was a tournament he used to play in, in Lake Charles, Louisiana, every summer. And it was a big game. It was a big robbery game. And uh, we was playing. And I shot. I was really going to work. And I shot a three, and I actually missed one. You know, at the, No at way. The, you missed it? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I hit like probably a million in a row, and I finally I missed one. It. I mean, I'm I human. I believe it. I uh, believe but uh, I missed it, and it rolled out. And uh, with the, you know, the, the tense of the game, Everybody was watching. The ball came out the rim. My brother, this is a true story, Matt. Hand 
was above. He put his left hand on the square, where basically probably like almost at the top of the square, and grabbed it with his right hand while dude is under him and threw it in. Boom. And that was one of those dunks where the referees ran out the gym. The oh. fans ran all over the thing. So that was one of the best, uh, amazing dunks I've ever seen in my life with my little brother. Shout out Snap Lee, though. Shout out Snap Marley. I didn't know Snap Marley was dunking like that. Yeah, yeah. See, why about serious bounce? Mm-hmm. Swish my ish 13. If you had to pick one guest from the quarantine to come back for a second show in person, who would be your first choice? Great question. My, mine would be Deion Sanders, of course. It would be good to have him in the studio. Prime time. It looked wet, but it's dry. But it was prime dry. Time. <laughs> Shout out to Prime. We got to try to get out there and get to a game. Uh, it probably got to have to be next season, obviously, but we got to come fuck with Dion. Uh, my choice would be. I would go with uh, Too Short and E40. We got fucked up that. We got fucked up that day. I was drinking virtually. and smoking. Yeah, virtually. Forty had problems with his earpiece. He sounded like he was on the uh, collect call. This your partner, man. So I think that would be a. Uh, I think that would have been a dope show in person to have short and forty. Shit, maybe we can get the whole uh, Mount Westmore to come back. One uh, love and, and and do a roundtable. That would be dope. Shout out to uh, Mount Westmore. Yes, sir. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot. And every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated, but but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. 
Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. This Thursday, April 29th, we drop the one and only big homie, Shaquille O'Neal. Enjoy this teaser. You said Steph Curry changed the face of basketball itself and how the game is played. And before we even got on air, you were talking about a situation with your oldest son. We had a chance to standing in the corner when he should have dove back in the day. But now... That's what the game is, and that's kind of the Steph Curry effect. Talk to the... Steph Curry is messing the game up. <laughs> I'm on the internet now, I see a bunch of little kids dribbling, shooting 100-footers. To get warm, to, to start get, the game. Like, but he's doing something for them, he's giving them a chance. So what I mean by giving them a chance, the other day I talked about Rudy Gobert making 200 million. People thought I was hating, but it's giving big guys that aren't David Robson, Tim Duncan, Dirk Nowitzki, it's giving them a chance. If you work hard, this is the bridge you can make. And that's the point I was trying to make. Oh, yeah. you meant, no, no. I'm, no, but, I mean, I but, said, this yeah. is, I was showing, I said, you know what I'm about to say. He ain't worth it. God I damn it. But you, you I'm going to say that. You, but you you get what you negotiate. And that's what it is. Well, I'm not going to say where I'm, I'm not, I don't. I don't like talking about people bread. I'm glad he got it. But... Same thing happened to me in high school because my, my dream was to make $8 million for 10 years. That was my dream, growing up in San Antonio. So one day my father came in the house with a paper and he hit me in the face. Pow! Get your ass up. We're going to the game. So we go to the Spurs game. we at the top. He said, see him? He just signed 15 for three, John Conkak. And he wasn't that good. Trash. And I'm like, and that's when I just, I said, he, I said, okay. You know, I learned in school about inflation and economics. I was like, shit, by the time I come out in 90, mm -hmm. I could probably at least get 20, <laughs> 25. Oh, yeah. So I end up getting 40. But so, you know, it's all about it's all about watching these guys and, you know, learning from them. But, you know, Steph, it probably is the most influential player when it comes to little people. Yes. Right? Because yes. I see a lot of I see a lot of little guards, like little kids. I'm going mm -hmm. to these tournament day. Little. They're doing stuff I can't even do. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's good and bad. Nobody running the lane. Everybody stopping at the three-point line. Everybody well, crazy. I mean, I great. coach AAU. Like, I coach the Twins. You know what I mean? And like I said, it's from the time they warm up, they're shooting it from, like, the out-of-bounds line instead mm -hmm. of, like, hitting layups and everything. And that's literally the effect. And the whole team shoots threes now. You know what I mean? So that's kind of just the way the game has moved. So I understand, like you said, giving little people a chance is what Steph's doing and giving them hope. But at the same time, like you said, there's a reason why Steph is so great because he makes a lot of them motherfucking shots. He, he takes, makes a lot. You know yeah. what I mean? A lot of other people don't make as many. And I used to hate on him early on in his career, but he ain't going to make that. But he kept proving me wrong. That's why he's my best player. Mm. I like being proved wrong. Mm. Yeah. So my yeah. message to these young cats when I say something, prove, prove me wrong. wrong. Yeah, take it as a challenge. prove me wrong. Because when Kareem and them was doing all that talking, I said, okay, yeah. you, you, you're right, Mr. Abdul-Jabbar. Right. I'm not winning. I understand. I appreciate it. But I will. Yeah. And I Watch called my me. father. He's like, motherfucker, he right. Yeah. You ain't doing shit. He said, you've been in L.A. four years and got swept four times in a row. Mm. You out there doing videos and rap songs and shit. You, you ain't doing nothing. <laughs> 
So I was like, all right, you're right, Sarge. And then that's when, you know, Phil came along and, you know, we started turning around. So. Well, but, you remember the, I mean, the saying used to be you live by the three, you die by the three. Like, no teams were winning, shooting a large amount of shot, uh, three-point attempts like they are now, obviously, and they've changed the dynamics. So it makes sense. Jack, we got the Iverson Classic right around the corner, May 6th through 8th in Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, we'll be coaching. I'll be your assistant pimp slash assistant coach versus Rashid in Bonzi. Very star-studded high school field. Uh, thoughts about the weekend in the game? Man, I'm excited, man. Every, every chance we get to get down with the kids, to give them the game, you know, that we have, and also to, to watch these kids grow. So the kids are so talented. You know, they're way better than we were at that age. But just to be around them and give them the game, and, and we got more good news. Mm-hmm. The NBA is, they just gave us approval to allow the teams to come to the game. So it's going to be exciting for the kids, and they're really going to put on. Dope. No, I'm excited about that. That was news to me as well. I'm excited. Yeah, I got my one little UCLA homeboy. I'm excited for Peyton Watson. Uh, they have been projected a top 10 pick after his first year at UCLA. So, uh, you know, he's been someone I've been following for, you know, a couple years out here in L.A. Um, I think it's going to be dope. We got the first female playing in a male all-star game, which I think is going to be fun right, and man. amazing. And uh, also, man, shout out our yeah, shout out our brother Allen Iverson, man. I think this is uh, important. Uh, he's got one of the biggest games now. If I'm not mistaken, is this the only game that's being played? Uh, all-star game is this being year. played this summer. High school classic. Yep. Yeah. So definitely looking forward to that. Here's a little intro video so some of the talent that will be on dis- on display uh, that weekend in Memphis. Enjoy. Coming down the stretch, we got quick hitters now. Lakers play in tourney. They're only a game and a half uh, ahead of the sixth seed and three games ahead of the seventh seed with AD returning. Um, Jack, do you think they play the long game and and don't really care where they're seated uh, as long as they're healthy? Or do you think they're obviously going to try to keep fighting and, and, and stay out of that playing situation? Yeah, with the team they have, they could finish in eighth and still win the championship. They yeah. got, they got, they have everything they need. That's one of the still top three team in the league. Uh, they just trying to get healthy. They know what they can do. They're defending champions, and they coming back to defend it. And uh, that's their only mind. Everything else doesn't matter. Yeah, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Um, obviously, AD was back this week. Uh, I'm sure LeBron's gonna be back in the next week or so. And um, to me, I've been saying this: no matter where they slide. You don't want to see the Lakers, period. If they happen to slide into a play-in situation, obviously anything can happen in that play-in situation, but I'm taking the Lakers versus anybody. 
But think if they mess around and get the seventh or eighth seed, like Utah or Phoenix are in trouble in that first round. So uh, to me, it's about health. Uh, the rest of the regular season doesn't really matter, to be honest with you. It's just about continuing to stay healthy, trying to find some chemistry, and getting LeBron back. But next up, Boogie's trying to find his role with the Clippers. Uh, with Serge being out since mid-March, Boogie's played uh, not crazy impressive numbers, obviously. Uh, but I definitely think in the playoffs... Someone like him is going to be able to help this team down the stretch. Uh, thoughts on Boogie and, and, and the Clippers picking him up? I love it. I love it. I mean, we talk about, you know, the the the, the dynamic of the Clippers and Lakers, but we don't talk about Serge Ibaka and Boogie against AD and Drummond. That mm -hmm. is, that's a hell of a matchup. That's, that's mm -hmm. must-see TV as well. So uh, if, if, if both of those teams can, can do what they need to do to meet up in the Western Conference, man, whew, I can't wait to see that. I think it's a beautiful thing. I'm just happy for Boogie, man, and I, I really hope he get he, he he gets an opportunity to kind of refine his greatness. Um, I think obviously I don't think he'll ever be able to get back to where he was with with with, with the you know laundry list of injuries, but he can still help to uh, help add a solid player on the team. And, and I think this is a great opportunity for him with the Clippers. I hope he's able to really seize this moment and not only play this year with them, but you know sign a couple year deal with them. I think that'd be dope. The Wizards have been hot of late, winning eight in a row, entering the play-in situation. The last time this team won eight in a row, Jack, someone named by the name of Michael Jeffrey Jordan mm -hmm. was their starting two guard. Uh, Russell Westbrook over this span has been 22, 13, and 12. Bradley Beal has been at 32 points a game. One thing to note, Russell Westbrook is only seven triple doubles away from Oscar Robinson's triple-double record, man. So I, I underappreciated, under too, too much disrespect goes Russell Westbrook's way, man. This is one of the best players this game's ever seen, the most athletic point guard we've ever seen. And for those who say he pads his stats, his team's record when he records a triple-double is 131-43. and 43. So obviously, shout-out, Russ. Uh, thoughts on this Wizard team, man, because they really dug themselves out of a grave to get themselves in a position to be in a plan. See, this is why we don't listen to nobody when they talk to anyone when they talk about Russ. We don't pay no attention to it. We know what he is to the game. We know how special he is, and we know how rare Russell Westbrook is. Mm -hmm. His stats speak for itself. His stats speak for itself, man. So uh, big ups to Russ, man. Keep doing your thing. And he's, he's the only reason that they win in these games. Yes, Bill has been playing well. Bill's been playing well last year and the year before that and this year. But having nice. that dynamic of a point guard like Russell Westbrook who can come in and get a triple-double and get a dub 25 every night, like that's something special to have. And that's something that every that majority of the teams in the NBA don't have. So Bill has that luxury with Russell Westbrook, man. And you know, I'm, I'm I'm happy to see him coming into his own and having success there because he always deals with so much hate. But as he deals with it, he still rises to the occasion to play well. I agree. And uh, Bertans is shooting 45% from the three, nearly nine attempts a game. This team could could give someone some problems. Um, you know, the playing situation is going to be fun if they happen to actually sneak into the playoffs. Obviously, they'll be, they'll be playing one of these higher seeds. But again, hats off to this team. They dug themselves up out of the grave, and a lot of that has to do with Russell Westbrook. Last but not least, LaMelo Ball is on his way back. After breaking his wrist and having surgery, we thought he was done for the season, but he got his cast off. And they said seven to ten days after that, he should be back. So he should be back in the next week or so. Uh, this team's offense, while he was out, was ranked 23rd. When he's in, they're one of the best offenses in the game. Um, could the Hornets scare somebody in that first round? Fully healthy? Yeah. 
they're, they're a scary team. They're definitely a scary team. I think they kind of remind us, remind me of us when Golden State. You know, they have a lot of dynamic pieces and a lot of kids that play hard, you know, and they really go out there and scrap. But you got to think about this, though. This is your this is your franchise player. This is your future. You want to bring him back this year and rush him back and force another injury or possibly hurt him something else? You know what I'm saying? You got to be careful with this because this kid is your franchise. This is your future. And you don't want him to come out there trying to rush him back for a playoff shot when you need him for the future, for the long term. I agree. Um, but luckily, this is not a lower extremity injury. This is a wrist. So obviously, the only thing I kind of fear is him falling down, which, which happens mm-hmm. in the game. But I, I agree. Um, but I think they realize that, you know, I think they understand how special this kid is and what he's going to mean to this franchise for a long time. So I don't expect him to be back out there unless they really feel he can play. You know, sometimes as players, we have to be protected against ourselves because I'm sure he felt like he could have played while he had his cast on. So um, right. definitely looking forward to him coming back. I think he had the the, the, all, the the rookie of the year all but wrapped up before he got hurt, but he got hurt as a part of the game. And Anthony Edwards is coming on hot towards the end. So I think uh, Anthony Edwards is probably going to most likely end up winning rookie of the year. But Lamelo's had a great first year. And just excited to see him back and see what he does in his first playoff action. Before we close, we want to send a special shout-out to our brother Kevin Durant and Mike Conley for winning an Oscar um, for Two Distant Strangers. Uh, Amazing. Uh, Those two plus uh, Kobe Bryant are the only ones to win Oscars as far as uh, NBA players. So hats off, salute. And then on a sad note, uh, rest in peace to the young brother Terrence Clark, who lost his life tragically in L.A. last week. tremendous talent man this kid used to come up to uh, mamba when uh legends we'd hold our taco tuesday runs man and this kid was a pro you could tell he was going to be a pro um unfortunately lost his life last week so condolences to his family friends and loved ones um man life is short kid was only 19 years old man so rest in peace to that young brother and again congratulations to kevin durant uh mike conley my man van lathan nick may Salute, fellas. Way to do your thing. Uh, What's Burning? You can find every Monday on Showtime Basketball YouTube. And you can follow us on Twitter at Show Basketball. See y'all next week. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears. Real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Got my PrevNA 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated, but but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. 
Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T.